This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's now 5.43 and it's time for Today on Twitter, where it's all about how offline safety can be compromised by your online activities. It's a tricky one. So this comes from Ulu. Um, it's two U's on either side of that, um, saying this is like a 20 image su- slideshow detailing this girl's exact routes, timing, sidewalk shortcuts, including what she looks like and her office floor. And it's a sort of uh, video showcasing, I think, a click through of TikTok. Um, and then Uliu goes on to say, now look to the number of views and shares, which are very high. I am again begging women to stop uploading this info online for your safety. Now, the video was supposed ostensibly uh, supposed to be of somebody's morning routine, but it was rather exact. It was, um, you know, here's where I am. Mm-hmm. Here's where I come in. Here's what I need to do in order to get in. Here's my office. And so it is a very much a step-by-step track of how somebody gets somewhere, which if you are of a not so pure hearted nature, um, you, you mean know, if you're a stalker, someone with evil intentions, yeah, yes, basically. Um, <laughs> if you don't have good intentions for why it is that you follow people online, then this gives you so much information, which is, I think, the the origin, the original intent of this tweet to say. Don't assume that everybody who follows you online or who is going to be able to watch this online isn't harmful. Well, is that the paradox of social media? I think we come back to this all the time, which is that on one hand, we have the ability to liberate yourself and, you know, and uh, thrust your personality forward on a, on a huge scale that was never available before. And, but the downside of it is that you make yourself uh, vulnerable because now you've, and now we, we say people overshare, right? And, uh, and so the question is, at the end of the day, is it about somebody saying, well, I want to share because it gives me the pleasure and I'm willing to take the risk that comes with, uh, you know, giving too much information. I think I think it can get really tricky because the I'm willing to take a risk can often be, you don't even realize what you're taking the risk for until something unfortunate happens, right? Because the sort of intimacy and the ease with which you can share things on social media, oh, I'm just posting me walking to work. I'm just posting me outside my home. Um, And you don't realize, or I think you don't immediately make the link that you're giving away clues to people about what you might do, where you might live, how to enter your building. I think this all the time when parents sort of quite innocently post first day of school photos of their children um, with their school badge outside the school building. And I think to myself, so many strangers can tell what your kid looks like, what their name is, where their school is, what their routine, uh, what their routines might be. Uh, but I don't think that quite clicks until someone points it out. Uh, they also now know your name and surname and know how to show up and say, "Yes, I yeah, am I'm Mr. Your or Mrs. Friend so, or yes, whatever, exactly." Right? Um, yeah. um, but presumably, the kid's going to say, "Well, that's not my mummy or daddy." So there've been. Um, I think that. I don't want to be alarmist. I think that the the ways in which that has typically been, or at least the stories that circulate are that, you know, a child might say that, but then the problem is that adults don't often believe children when children raise a fuss. And so there is that kind of, there is is that problem. I, I think that it's 
we can't say that there isn't. So if we look at the responses to that first tweet, lots of people bringing up actually similar concerns, examples. Uh, so Lisa Lila saying, people these days will legit forsake their safety for clout and flex. I mean, don't any of y'all remember the internet safety briefing we all had when the internet was introduced to us? Well, I don't remember a safety briefing, but um, I must say, maybe I come from a more innocent age. I mean, when, you know, when I was a kid, yes, there, there were always these unfortunate situations of kids being kidnapped or murdered or whatever it is. But, you know, you never think it's going to happen to you. And it and it wasn't something that it wasn't a, um, a feeling that you lived in, as it were. You know, it wasn't mm. a, the anxiety. But I think today it's become a great anxiety because we're so much more attuned to uh, uh, these incidents that happen around the world, they come to us instantly, and therefore you do become a little more paranoid. And so, yeah, sharing what would have been an innocent picture of your kid now becomes, you know, a source or some sort of forensic analysis by a stalker. Well, SVTs, for example, says, um, my house was robbed in 2014 for this reason. Uh, Farisa Faisal says, this is just like walking around public spaces with your handbag wide open, an invitation, if you will. You know, um, what I was thinking about, uh, especially in terms of what you were saying earlier, Sharad, is that maybe the reason why the mathematics for many people now is is slightly different is because it is the balance between, is this worth it? So you post something. Why do you post something? Is it because you just wanted to share it with your friends? Is it for social validation? If you're an influencer, is it because you have to create content and therefore that's part and parcel of the daily expectation of what you do? And is that enough of a trade-off potentially for your safety or the safety of those around you? And I think um, the, the daily working around of that mathematics is maybe more close to what most people are thinking about rather than having a constant pervasive sense of fear. I don't actually think it's the fear. I think it's the the constant balancing out of, okay, so if I put this up, what is it for? And what could it potentially do on, on either side of things? Well, then there's, of course, the question of um, are we perhaps placing the responsibility and the blame on the wrong person, right? Yeah. Because this is meant to be this person's space, social media, your online account is your space. So there are also a number of people talking about how it's not her fault. Um, she should be free to do what she wants. We should be placing the blame on the people who might use it for nefarious purposes. So um, A. Shami Ayman, for instance, says, why do women have to control what they want to post? We're supposed to teach bad people not to do evil things when others put out posts like this, because people should be free. People are free to post whatever. Uh, Bascola says, why can't everyone just let her expose her life on TikTok? We should be teaching people not to be stalkers or perverts or thieves, not stopping others from sharing their personal info and daily routine. Um, and, you know, there is a question, though, of naivete, right? So the, yeah. something that you Lynn, brought up just now, I mean, yes, the world uh, is full of bad people. And yes, the, the, the main job should be to reduce the number of bad people in the world. But to the extent that uh, that's an ongoing project, in the meantime, what do you do? Do, do you take uh, proactive stances um, and, and, you know, and uh, to, to protect yourself? Or do you just say, insist on your right and therefore make yourself vulnerable? I think that's a push and pull that people need to decide on depending on what sort of safety structures they have around them. Um, I might post when I'm at an event with friends, with many people, where I know that, you know, while I'm there. But when I'm traveling alone, I very rarely post indicating what my location is because I don't want to be able to be, I don't want someone to be able to turn up at a restaurant I'm eating at. I think about that now, but the last time that I traveled alone, I didn't. 
So, you know, your mathematics change from, from time to time because um, I have absolutely posted in real time when I was traveling alone without giving a thought to this exact thing. Part of it is that I wasn't private then either. Um, I, as in my profile wasn't private then either. So, yeah, uh, it's not something I would do now. But at the time, I hadn't given it thought. Yeah, well, you know, despite my extensive fan base, I never fear <laughs> posting my location. I just don't think anybody is going to bother, uh, you know, barging into a restaurant I'm eating my at. gender, right? Also counts. Ah, so this this is absolutely right. I, I think as women, the, it, this is absolutely gendered. And as women, you're much more vulnerable. And perhaps uh, in terms of ratios of men to women, in terms of creepiness, perhaps men uh, score higher. <laughs> the other ratios skewed towards creepy men. So, yes. Well... Let us know. Do you post about where you are um, online? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, WhatsApp, or send us a voice note zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Beyond frivolous matters, BFM eighty nine point nine, the business station. It's 5.57. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sherrod. And we've been talking about um, sharing your location online and asking you, do you post about where you are? You can call us, you can send us a WhatsApp, you can send us a voice note or tweet us. We have uh, plenty of thoughts and opinions on this. My favourite, MZ, I don't do it, but I like to see people do it. <laughs> MZ? Like, no, no, but I relate and not because I want to follow them there immediately and be like, yes, hello, hi. Um, but more like... If you're eating somewhere that looks delicious, I'm glad you tagged. Same, yeah. same. Or like a cool spot that mm. like you want to go there and look at the art on the walls. Like, I get it. And sometimes you don't actually know um, how dangerous or how compromising information can be. For instance, I recently t- uh, you know, put on a tweet, my boarding pass. I didn't put the whole thing on, but I think enough of information. And I was actually uh, sent a DM by a friend and said, you know, uh, well, a kind of Twitter friend and said, look, this is actually not good for you. You're compromising your own information information and security. And I hadn't thought about it. And sometimes we do things in, uh, because they're too easy uh, and, you know, uh, without the sense of the consequences. Well, a couple of people are talking about doing it after the fact, right? So TIDJ says, I'm risk averse. I usually post later grams. Uh, Ridzwan says, I post where I was, not where I am. It's always after the fact. Um, Roshan, meanwhile, says, I used to post my location in real time when my follower number was small. But now that my numbers are large, um, I'm more discreet about location that can determine uh, information that can determine my location. So I think that's so Roshan all. and I share the same part of an expanding of fan an base. Expanding fan, fan base, base. Yes, yes. Um, but a lot of good advice there. Um, if you'd like to weigh in, keep it coming. BFM eighty nine point nine. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station. For more stories of the same kind. Download the VFM app.